Welcome to the Random But Fun Podcast with your host, Francisco. Always random, always fun. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Random But Fun Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. I wish you a great day. It's been a while since I did one of them. It's been a lot of stuff happening around the world, but... Let's start off with one very, very cool thing that I saw. And, and by cool, I mean hilarious. I saw this chart where it shows women uh, testicular injuries in women's sports. And it starts, I believe, in the like, 1980s to the 20, you know, 2020s. And basically, from the, from the 80s to like 2015, zero, nothing, right? And then in 2021, 22, 23... It's just spiking up through the roof. Now, let me ask, let me say this again. Testicular injuries in women's sports. What could be the cause of this, I wonder? This is a very sensitive topic, obviously. You know, there is so many, so many conversations happening around this. And frankly, without any, without any recourse, there's, there's, there's so many people that disagree. There's so many people that agree. But honestly, this is a topic that could basically be his own whole podcast on itself. And it could basically be almost seen as like a like an attack, you know, and I don't want to do that. But but I, I find it funny because you see how so many women actually, you know, young women that are in, in the college level sports are coming out. They're coming out and they're saying, you know, it's not fair, it's not okay. Why is it? Why is it nobody supporting us? Because at the end of the day, and and it's something that we, we as a society don't want to don't want to admit. But maybe maybe it's not society. Maybe it's just here, the, the the cities that have this very liberal view of things. But the more men that join these the leagues or or the Olympics or or whatever these are, whatever sports these are, we're taking safe spaces away from women. You know, one one woman, I think it was a swimmer, she came out and said that uh, I forgot I forgot that guy's name or that girl's name, whatever, uh, came out and uh, in the changing room, basically full frontal, you know, like it was nothing. And imagine imagine you being a woman, and you go into your locker room, which is supposed to be a safe space for you as a woman, and you see a man. Assess is a woman changing, but you know, he's just another girl, so he turns around, she turns around. See, I can't even keep it straight. Them, they, they turn around, and guess what? Some cock and balls for you, you know what I mean? Uh, it's interesting, it's interesting how this topic is it's, it's in the news now, and nobody seems to really. I mean, it's a huge topic, but I think. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it because I, I'm again. I, I don't want to get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? It is. It's a very sensitive topic that carries with it a lot of consequences if you're on the wrong side of it. But anyway, let's get into deeper news here. The Nashville shooter, basically a transgender person. It was a biological woman, and they identified as a man. But they killed children, you know, you killed a bunch of children, children and adults, whatever. 
But the crazy thing is, is that on the news, people were going, or not on the news, but on TV and on social media, people were like saying like, oh my God, I can't believe they're misgendering her. This person killed women, men, children, whatever. I mean, children alone. You really think they should be advocating for this person to get called the right thing? Like, come on, guys. We got to get past this. Like, this is the problem, right? This is the problem is like, now you're making everything so convoluted by, by saying things like this when you have somebody who just committed a heinous crime, like the one of the worst crimes you can commit, and we're still protecting them in some sort of way because of what? Because of what? And I've asked this to people. I was like, really? You think it's okay for someone who did this and then people were standing up for this person because she was transgender? Like, come on, guys. Like, like we have to get past it. it it's It's insane. This this is this is crazy, and not only that, but apparently there's some manifesto that hasn't been released, and a lot of people are saying, well, you know, the the people who have it, they don't want to release it because it probably has some pretty damning information on there about the transgender movement or something like that. This is the this is the theory, right? People are saying that this might be the issue. So what's happening is whoever has it is rewriting it, or somebody's writing it, or something's happening with it. But it's uh, it's very interesting. I mean, it's been a month, over a month, actually, and still nothing. It's kind of crazy that we haven't had information on what's happening with this person. I mean, she's she's dead. He's dead. Whatever. They're, they're dead. Um, but we still don't know any of the background. What happened? So that's that. I guess that was forthcoming. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but in other news, another. Another natural gas refinery has burned down, apparently, because of a lightning strike, quote-unquote. But, I mean, there's so much stuff happening. There's trains derailing. This is the third, I think, the third refinery that has burned down. And and nobody knows why. Like, what's going on? Yeah, maybe this one says because of a lightning strike, a lightning hit it and, and it caught fire, but... Can we really believe that? With everything happening, can we really believe that? How do we know this is not just a ploy for to raise gas prices again? I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like like right now, it's, it's, everything is just so expensive. And everything that happens, and how come we don't hear about it? I mean, I didn't, I didn't know about this until I like saw it in some like alternative news media. You know, and I was like, really? This happened? Oh, that happened? Oh, interesting. How about the, how about the, the guy? How how about the the guy who, uh, the whistleblower? I think it was like a, he worked at the Pentagon or something like that. He basically leaked information that Ukraine, the Russia Ukraine war, is basically being used to launder money. I mean, let's let's go back to the Hunter Biden laptop that no apparently doesn't exist, right? Even though even though people have had it physically, the stuff in it has been leaked and it's horrific. Where do you hear about it? It's been censored from the fucking face of the earth. You don't hear it. But in that laptop, there was literally evidence of some of this stuff. Like payments and and money being exchanged between Ukraine officials and, and the Biden administration. It's all in there. And now this whistleblower comes out and basically says this. Imagine. Imagine if this is real. Think, think about this. We have a war. You have a war that's happening that's basically sucking up our resources, right? The U.S., right? The taxpayers' money. 
they're sending money. And, and I say them because I pay taxes, which at this point might as well be theft because it's insane how much they take out of me, out of my check. But a lot of this money is going over there. What about here? What about me? Like, what's, what's, why do I have to pay for somebody else's war? And you know what? I'll, I would be even for it if it's for the right reasons. But I, it's, I don't think it is. And, and the more that comes out, the more things that, that get the leak or that get shown to us to the world, the more insane it seems, the more believable everything is. I mean, how many billions of help, of how many billions of dollars in money, in equipment, in tanks, and whatever the case is, how many, how much do we have to give? Now, we're making enemies out of a lot of countries. You know, one of the things that was uh, huge last, uh, was it a couple, maybe a week ago or two, two weeks ago, was that there was like this back, back, uh, back alley deals happening between the Arab Emirates and China and Russia and Iran to basically move into a, a yuan payment system instead of a dollar payment system because you know the the world the world uses the dollar as a as a reserve right that's what the world does that's why the dollar has so much power around the world because it's basically what companies used to pay their debts it's basically what they used to buy capital to whatever whatever the case is right the dollar is what is being used around the world for for shopping for business dealings, whatever the case is. But little by little, it's, it's losing its muster. And I, and I think it's because people see the U.S. as weak. There's so much happening in the U.S. that is weakening the country. Our economy is bad. Our, I mean, God, have you seen Oregon? The, like, uh, which, which, which city is? Uh, um, not Upland. Portland? Portland, Oregon is basically a Walking Dead episode. There's just drugs in the street. Shops are closing. Walmarts are closing. I mean, there's there's drugs being given, or drug kids being given out to these people in AKA to help them so they're healthy. So if they're gonna do drugs anyway, at least they don't spread other diseases like hepatitis or HIV or whatever the case is, which I understand. But it's not making the problem better. It's not. I mean, I saw people. Are, it's funny because I get notifications about housing prices and all that stuff. And in Portland right now, the housing market is crashing hard because it's so bad over there. In Oregon, it's just crashing pretty bad. Things are just horrible. I mean, imagine a company like Walmart saying, you know what? Not worth it. Not worth it. I'm out. I'm out. It's insane. Imagine living in that city where there's just so much horror. You, you see, I mean, I saw a video and there was like campsites on the streets. There was people like beating each other up. They're, they're shooting up drugs in front of kids. They were just running in stores and just taking things with no, not a care in the world. There's actually a really interesting statistic I read of, of how in San Francisco, there, I think like 350 people or something like that committed like 90% or 80% or not committed, but they were responsible for 80% of the arrests. So basically they got arrested over and over and over and over and they just got released and they kept get doing crime and they kept getting arrested. So imagine that this is what the, the cities look like. This is what the country and, and I'm, and I'm really afraid because people will break. Eventually people will go not anymore. That's it. We're done. 
And guess what? They're going to start defending themselves. They're going to start defending themselves. And you see it. There's there's video now of people uh, breaking into people's houses and they're, they're getting shot up because people are done. People are done. This vigilante justice is going to start happening again because we've allowed crime to rule. We've allowed crime to run rampant. It is insane. I mean, I see it every day locally. You know, locally, I I, I see the theft. I, I go shopping and I've seen people just take what they want and walk out. They don't even, they don't rush. They don't care because they know they, we can't do anything. They know that, that nobody's going to do anything. They know that if the cops get called, they probably most likely won't show up. And they know that if they don't steal more than $800, $900, it means nothing. And, I mean, I saw this well, a couple of years ago. Like, people were saying, like, oh, let him steal. It's fine. Like, it doesn't hurt these corporations. Well, guess what? In in Oregon, now the, the Walmart's leaving. In Portland, Walmart's leaving. Mom and pop shops are closing. Where are people going to buy their stuff? They're going to have to go further out to a different city. It's going to cost them gas. It's probably going to be more expensive because they're shopping it out of the city you know, or a different city. It's, it's going to be just, it's, it's too much. And then we have stories like this with his leakers talking about how we're paying for for all, for you the Ukraine. We're not even paying. They're laundering money. So who who's laundering money? My question is who? Like who's the person laundering money? Is it Joe Biden? Is it the administration? Is it Congress? Who? I want to know because technically this this help that's happening with Ukraine uh it's not something that Congress authorized. Last time I checked, this was uh, this was the president who authorized this. And if he authorized it, then the only thing I can think of is that he's he's the one um you know laundering that money. He's 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 either building up a piggy bank or something somewhere, right? Sorry, I'll drink a little bit of water. But it's interesting to think think, think about that. I wonder. I really, really do wonder. <sighs> You know, there's just so much. I see YouTube videos of people going uh, around and asking, what, what grade would you give Joe Biden? And a lot of them, a lot of them are honest. They're like, you know, F, D, he's, you know, he's, he's a nothing for the country. But other ones, they were like, well, you know, he inherited so many problems and blah, blah, blah. So it makes sense that he's doing bad. Like, no, nah, man. And, and frankly, a lot of this is not even the president's fault. A lot of it is, is, is local stuff. Like, we need to go to our local elections and pick the right people. I mean, I just, I, again, earlier today, I, I I read the same thing. Portland, they want to refund the police. Not defund it. Refund it. Because there's so much crime. I mean, what did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen if you remove cops from the equation? What? You know, you 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 want to defund them. You want to whatever the case is. What did you think? Not only that, but you want to defund the police. Then you want to ban guns here. Here in California, you want to ban guns, right? You you don't want people to own guns because what do you need a gun for? What do you mean? Again, with all this crime that's happening on the rise, there's no better time. I personally don't have a gun, but it's crossed my mind. You know, it's crossed my mind. I'm like, what's gonna happen if somebody breaks in here and just take my shit? A lot of people. A lot of people say, well, like, you know, no, no, no thing, no object, nothing's worth life, your life or somebody else's life, you know, but 
I think I can rationalize it. Last time I checked, you c collect or acquire wealth by working. I mean, most of us do anyway. You know, I, I work very hard for the things I have, especially here at home. I worked hard to have my 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 computer, my monitors, right, my, my truck, my cell phone. I work hard for all these things. I don't just I can't just go to the store and buy it. I literally have to save up, you know, and so I can buy these things. And guess what? Every time I go to work, that's time. That's time, right? That's life that I'm giving up to a job so I can get money, so I can purchase things. So when they say no, nothing's worth life, I don't agree. Somebody who's honest and someone who goes to work every day and does their due diligence and and does it the right way, they're that's life. They're living life. And in that pursuit, they're getting things. And imagine, imagine you work so hard for years. Let's say, let's give me an example, like me. I'll give myself an example since, and it's like anecdotal, but it's my example. I saved for, for a few years. I saved up so I can go buy a new car, right? I saved up. I saved up. I saved up. I saved up. I was like, cool, now I'm ready. Let me go buy it, right? I saved up. Paid off my truck in three years, right? Because I work hard and I wanted to pay it off early. And someone just comes and steals it from me. Just takes it. Gone. Who can make that argument that, oh, well, is that you know, it's not worth life? Who, who can make the argument that I, I shouldn't fight with my life to keep my stuff? And if I, I you know, the other guy gets badly hurt or badly injured or even loses his life, why should I be... Uh, held liable for that i wasn't doing anything wrong right now let's take it a step further let's say you're in your house and then you're just by your house you you're you're paying rent or your mortgage and somebody bar barges in barges in to steal your shit or to rape your wife or kidnap your children i don't know whatever it doesn't matter what the reason is why is there an expectation, especially here in California, for you to flee the home? Why is that a, a accepted recourse? When you're like, well, you should just run away, hide, run, leave. Why? That's your home. I mean, if I'll be honest, look, this is your house. This is where you go to feel safe. This is where you go to relax this is where you go this is the ultimate like this this is this is this is where i come to you know to live why is the expectation that you should run away as far as i see it if somebody breaks into your house they're forfeit their life they're they're in your home they have no right to be there why is it okay? And I and I, I understand. I understand. This sounds maybe a little a little uh it might sound a little too much or, or exaggerated or dramatic or whatever, over the top. But if criminals have the right to do the things they do, how come people that are living the right way don't have any rights at all? How come that they get punished for protecting what's theirs? That they gained legally? That they work hard to do? Why is it? Why, why is that? 
That shouldn't be the case, but it is. I I don't agree with that. That's the one thing that living in a state like this makes it hard to live here when you have these kind of laws. Now, you have uh, our governor, our brilliant governor, Governor Newsom. He apparently went on a, on a blue tour or a blue state or whatever, you know, or, or sorry, a red state tour where he went like to Florida and, and other places to be like, oh, you should be more like California. You should do things like California because California is doing the right, the right way. No, we're not. What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? You're proposing reparations, an $800 million bill to pay reparations. To who? Imagine. Oh, I, I honestly, honestly, if, if that passes, like if that were to pass, I would literally go and ask for my money back. Like I would like, you know, the, the, the amount on my check that you take away from the California tax, I want it back because I don't, I, I'm a Mexican. I'm Mexican. I wasn't even born here. I don't think I should, um, my taxes should pay for this. Why should I have to pay reparations when none of my ancestors own slaves? Better yet, what about those people of color that are descendants from people of color who own slaves? Because you know there were black slave owners, right? That's And that's a fact. How about them? I've literally seen that this is weird narrative where, uh, again, uh, YouTube videos <laughs> where there's this guy that goes out. And he asked, is it okay to be white? And people are like, no, you're being white. It's terrible. People shouldn't be white. It is a bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? You know, I, I really hate it that there's children, like white children that are being told that they need to step, you know, step down from being so good at their thing, or they need to let other people be better than them or allow them to, uh, or apologize to them because well they're they're white and the other people are not so they have privilege. That, that's terrible. That's a terrible way to raise a kid. That's insane. It's so insane. But again, this is this is the where we're living at right now. What are you gonna do? It's insane. I mean, everything I'm talking about right now, sadly, is controversial. Sadly, is something that could potentially bring issues to me because it's controversial. I can't speak my mind. And I, and what I'm saying, a lot of stuff I'm saying, I don't even think it's that controversial. I think it's, it's, it's backed up by facts. It's backed up by common sense. But for some reason, common sense now is it's out the window. We hear, we hear things like math is racist. You know, if, if, uh, if you say anything bad about the transgender movement, you're killing them. You're m murdering them, and you should be shunned and, and canceled, and you should not be allowed to do anything. I think that's abhorrent. I think that's terrible. You know, one one of the best things about the U.S. is free speech. You know, uh, people don't, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a lot of countries that are kind of like the U.S., don't have free speech, like Canada, like England, like Germany. You know, there's a lot of places in the world that are aka free, but you can't say certain things or else that is bad. Bad, bad, bad. 
we have we have right now we're having conversations like I've seen conversations of in panels and 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 you know of of the great minds of our of our time all the YouTubers and all the Twitch streamers <laughs> you know they get into panels and debate whether it was okay for Twitter to to cancel people in behest of the government and they make arguments like saying well the government never really told them to ban anybody and then you read like the leaked documents from the Twitter files and they literally said, we would really like it if you cancel this person. We would really appreciate it if you cancel that person. And, and then the translation, people are like, well, they never said, they never said to cancel them. They said they would like them to and Twitter made the decision to do it. I'm like, everybody knows what a, like a threat sounds like. We all know. And we know this is the government. They have power of Section 230, which basically gives platforms uh, freedom to do whatever they want, you know, because it's like, oh, freedom of whatever. I forgot what Section 230 does, but it's like freedom of Internet or some shit. So what if they pull that for Twitter? They know that they have the power for that. So these are suggestions. And first of all, why would the government even ask Twitter to do this? Why would they be in direct contact with them? The problem with, with big government is that big government co is corrupt. That's just the end of it. The whole point of, of our democracy was to keep people like Joe Biden out of office. People who are doing shady things behind the scenes, making millions of dollars. Look at Nancy Pelosi. She's over there, insider trading. You know, she's giving information to her husband about whatever's happening in the world and they're making millions and people are like blind to it. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Because she's she's on the left? Because she's a leftist? Is that the only reason? Because that's what it seems like. It is insane the amount of things some of these people are getting away, away with. And I think it's really simple. So many distractions, all these shootings, war, gas prices, another thing that's burned down, a, a train derailment, you know, trans issues. All these things that are happening are distractions. They're just distractions left and right. It is, it is insane. I mean, how many videos of the president... Have we seen where he slurs his words, where he forgets things? Doesn't make any sense. He he's a senile old man. I mean, nothing wrong with being senile, but yo, at some point you can't do the job. Or how about every time he's smelling little kids' fucking hair? I mean, Jesus, if I a pedophile, if I ever seen one, oh my God, he's talking about how <laughs> there's this video where he's talking about how kids love his hairy legs. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is this is what a old pedophile has gone senile sounds like. He forgets that he can't say these things. He forgets that there's cameras pointed at him 24-7. So when he goes to hug this little girl and smells her hair and hugs her a little too long, he forgets that that's recorded. And guess what? A lot of these media corporations are covering for him. They cut the, the clips. They don't show it. Whatever the case is, it's, it is gross. It's so gross. But it happens. And why does it happen? You tell me. The the children now, and I say children, but, you know, 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds, they're so brainwashed. 
with social media and what they think is right instead of the objective truth and the real things, not 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 made up stuff, not what they're telling us to do. No, 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 stuff that we should be able to deduct for ourselves, that our common sense tells us is right, tells us is wrong. No, no, no. We allow people to lie us, to lie to us. I mean, oh man, all this talk is making my mouth dry. But this is happening, and it's happening at an alarming rate. We're being controlled. We're, we're being used as the resource. You know, remember the government is, is, is supposed to be we the people. We the people give the government the power. You know what I mean? But they've, <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you know, there's been so much controversy if from the election this way that now things, you hear things like, oh, the, the voting was a, could have been, faked or or you know they cheated or something and you think about everything that's going on right now the the, the leaks and and everything's going on behind the scenes and you're like you know what it's starting to, to seem more and more real you have Kamala Harris saying gibberish gibberish you know going going to Guatemala getting booted out going to Poland for some something I'm like, why are you sending this lady who doesn't fucking know what's going on? She talks about the rights of, of black people or rights of people. She put so many people away when she was the, the DA here in California. She was like fucking Batman, but a lawyer or DA, you know, the district attorney or whatever she was. She was just putting people away like nothing for whatever. You know, <sighs> She's one of the fakest black people I've ever seen in my life. It's insane. It's insane. It really is. Anyway, I don't want to talk too much about this stuff. But anyway, let's let's talk about something that happened. Re uh, actually, I think Thursday, Friday, last week. Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox. Uh, uh, according to the story, it says that they left on mutual terms. They're like, okay, I don't want to work here, blah, blah, But I don't think that's true. If we look at the conglomerate chart, we see that CNN and Fox, they're basically owned by the same people. And they're being used as a, he said, she said, they said, she said, you know, to make money. Because it keeps people on edge. It keeps people uninformed and, and, and basically hooked into the lies and the deception and, and to just basically keep them angry, keep him watching, keep ratings up. And I think uh, Tucker, he was breaking out of that. I mean, look at uh, January 6th. Look at the footage that he released exclusive to him. I think that came out of nowhere. I think people didn't know that he was going to do that. And he released it. He released people being led by the police into the Capitol, opening doors for them. He released that. And that, that that footage, it turns out it wasn't as they said it was. It turns out it was so fabricated. It turns out that we were lied to, you know, and manipulated. And again, how come you don't see more of this? How come you didn't see it in every news station going, oh, my God, what the what happened? 
how come we got this footage, but then this is the real? How come? How come we don't see that everywhere? Posted everywhere. The the Whoopi Goldberg in the View, she literally said, "Oh, he shouldn't have done that. That was that was not a good idea. Like it's already it happened. Let it be. Blah blah. You know what I mean? It's like these excuses. Imagine making some of. The, I mean, January sixth till this day, it's still being talked about. How I mean, it's been over a year, and it's still used to." Talk about how Donald Trump incited violence and this and that and and the worst day in in our democracy, the worst day in American history. What happened in nine eleven? What that nine eleven had that crown? How come? How come they don't? How come we don't remember that? How come this January six a lie? Incited by government. Basically, there's this dude that basically works for the FBI who incited the whole thing, you know, and what? What, what happened to this guy? He disappeared. Nobody knows where he's at. He's been he's been hidden away. So anyway, Tucker Carson did this. They fired him. And guess what? Everybody rejoice. Everybody. AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, being the superwoman that she is. She basically told people, canceling people works. Deplatforming people works. That's a negative thing. You don't want to deplatform people. Why would you want to do? Why would you want to do that? This is the United States of America. Everyone has a voice. You don't want to deplatform people. You don't want to drive things underground. You want everything on the open. That's the only way that good ideas flourish and bad ideas die. You let everybody have a discourse. The conversation should always be open. The conversation should always be, let me hear your idea. Let me hear my idea. Let's see what the people want. But the problem is that right now, things are being suppressed. Agendas are being pushed. Whether it be in social media, whether it be in, on, on TV, on in movies. There's all this happening. Agendas everywhere. But... People like her <laughs> being sarcastic, saying that this couldn't, ha- couldn't have happened to a better guy. The sarcasm of those words. You have the view, the people on the view doing the wave and saying, oh, my God, thank God this happened. He was a menace to society. You know what I mean? People being happy that bad things happen to other people for saying the truth. Because they're they're not they're not following the price with the narrative that they want to uh, they should follow they want them to follow. It's crazy, but it's okay because you know on that same day or the day after they fired Don Lemon, the premier CNN anchor. You know, so you know people are not questioning so much. They're like, well, it just it just happened. You know, they fired Tucker Carson, and then they fired Don Lemon. is is equal. It's fine. But I, but I honestly think the problem is that these two companies, these this CNN and Fox, they're just two. They're two sides of the same coin. They're owned by the same company, like the same conglomerate, and and that conglomerate wants to make money. And these two people, I mean, Tucker Carlson is bad for business because he's not pushing the agenda. He's 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 pushing facts and knowledge, and people don't like that. People don't like that. People don't like that. 
you know, or not people, but this company doesn't want that. They don't want the truth out there. They want their narrative. That's it. And then you have Don Lemon, who basically got fired because sexual misconduct. But honestly, just bad ratings, you know, like 12 people watch them, 13 people watch them. And possibly because he's really stupid. Again, that's just my opinion. But I've seen some of his debates. I've seen some of the talking points. And holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Kill me. Kill me. <sighs> well, but, you know, I think I think Tucker Carlson, he's going to have a bright future. I think he's going to he can start a YouTube channel, dude, and, and he could fucking. I mean, Fox's viewership lost like 30 percent of his like of his uh, viewers after he got let go. Its stock took a hit. That's how that's how much Tucker Carlson had uh, influence at Fox. He was the the biggest. Uh, he had the biggest viewership out of all the shows there. Don Lemon, on the other hand, he was he didn't, he didn't have anybody. But I don't, I honestly don't know where they kept him. But I don't know if he's ever gonna find work. I honestly don't know. I don't I don't think he has the the chops to do it. He's terrible. He's a terrible person. But anyway, last thing I want to talk about. This happened a while ago, but I want to talk about it because it's really important. The Bud Light debacle, right? So on Anheuser-Busch, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Have you seen the, the memes? <laughs> the memes are wild, actually. Um, but Bud Light, the BP's, uh, BP of marketing decided to uh, elevate the company. To elevate it, in her in her words, I don't even know the lady's name, but in her words was I when I took over, Bud Light, my the thing they told me to do was that I had to elevate the company, this iconic brand I had to elevate it, and when I heard elevation or when I heard this, I thought diversity and inclusion, diversity and inclusion, which it's not a bad thing. The problem is. You know, someone that's so educated that has had so much schooling and knows exactly what needs to be done and blah. I could have told you that frat parties and the the LGBTQ community and the younger generation, if you will, they're not drinking Bud Light. They're drinking White Claw and or whatever seltzer of the week there is, you know, or, or, or IPA. I don't know what the fuck they're drinking. They're drinking some hippie shit, you know what I mean? But not Bud Light. Not Bud Light. You know who drinks Bud Light? Regular, regular 9 to 5 Joe. Construction worker Joe. Who just goes to the bar and just needs a beer. That's it. Bud Light's cheap. Not the best tasting, but hey, gets job done. It's Bud Light. I grew up with Bud Light. Grew up with Budweiser. Grew up, this is what I grew up with. This is what I like to drink. I mean, like around the country, uh, a lot of bars have <laughs> have seen like a, a massive percentage drop in, in Bud Light sales. The company has lost like $7 billion in three weeks. That's insane. Imagine the fuck up this is. And... And the reason I left this for for the end was because, just like the beginning, you know, the, this trans debate and, and this LGBTQ debate that we're having, people who have jobs, people who have 
things to do besides complain, besides not work, besides be lazy, besides get, you know whatever the case is. They got families, they got jobs, they got they got things more important than bullshit. So they're not out there speaking. They're not out there, you know, making a big hub about everything that's happening. They're busy with their lives. And you know what? This is the first time it hit a huge amount of the population in, in the U.S. This is the first time that they finally go like, well, okay, now I'm paying attention. Like people say, I just a beer. Yeah, but you know what? It They see that, okay, if they're coming for the beer, they're truly coming for everything, right? And again, I don't, I don't know how educated this lady is, but again, I didn't go to, I didn't go to college really, but I could have told you that these people don't drink Bud Light. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, I don't know what's gonna happen with Anheuser Busch. I don't know if they're gonna like just fucking disappear but light altogether and be like well it's not selling anymore or they're gonna revamp it or release it or whatever but damn what a fuck up and you know what it's fine i think companies should fail this is the only way companies learn when people vote with their dollar people vote with their money at the end they yeah, vote this and votes that yeah but what happens when the dollar has the biggest voice. And it's, it's being seen. People are not buying Bud Light. People are going, like, you know what? I'll buy something else. And I, I don't think they should buy any Anheuser-Busch products. Buy Budweiser included. Um, Make a Love Ultra. You know, all those are, 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 are Anheuser-Busch. If, and the, if that company disappears, good. Fuck it. That's what they get. You know what I mean? They... Uh, they messed. Look, I hate, people don't get this. People, I've said this many times, but people don't get it. The this is this is what happens when you piss off the majority of the population. Right here, people people have people think that oh you, you live in L.A. you live in New York and you live in Portland and you live in 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 Austin or whatever the case is. These are big cities, and yeah, they they have a lot of. They're big cities with a lot of people, and usually they're the biggest liberal places. Maybe not Austin, but but for sure, L.A., L.A. County, New York City, you know, Portland, uh, huge, hugely liberal cities. And they make the biggest noise, right? But this example here we have with, with Anheuser-Busch, with the Bud Light debacle, shows that there are so way more regular people. Way more people that just want to go to work, don't want to see this country fall apart. They just want to have a normal life. They want to be able to go out and do what they do and enjoy their life without having to fucking worry about this bullshit. It finally got to them over beer. That's 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 the straw that broke the camel's back. Beer, beer. They attacked the beer they love, or they liked, or whatever. They they attacked this and they came out. And they finally said, this is how many we are. This is how kind of damage we can do. Because you know what? And I can attest for this. A lot of these liberal people and a lot of these people that are, oh, my God, I, 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 I want communism and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and this is not fair and free this and free that. And everything should be free. And why should we have to work? And the minimum wage should be $150 an hour. They're the minority. 
They have no power. The power they have is all artificial. The power they have is I'm going to go on Twitter, or maybe not Twitter anymore because they don't like Elon Musk, but I'm going to go to whatever other platform, TikTok or whatever, and I'm going to make a huge thing. Well, guess what? That's all. It, it's all fucking virtual. It's all, it's all fake. It's, it's artificial. This happened. This butt lighting happened. And people who actually spend money, people who actually go out, pe- people that actually invest in the economy, invest in, in something in society, they voted. And look what happened. I just hope that this happens again, that we actually start voting correctly. Companies with our dollar, the government with our vote, and we need to make it make it, make it heard. The we this is not what we want. I mean, I, you know, it it is insane that you hear. It, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if you talk about this, but the last election, why were they voting the centers, the voting centers, you know, where they count the votes? Why were they carb like the windows covered with cardboard? Why? Why did we hear like, oh, in the middle of the night, a plane with 50,000, 60,000, 80,000 ballots just arrived with the county center that should put the president, you know, they should put another candidate over the top or whatever. Why do we accept all these fucking BS? All this BS, we accepted it like, oh, yeah, that could happen. Oh, yeah, that probably did. No. We accept too much. We need to start being more rational. We need to start being honest with ourselves. And we need to grow a brain and have some common sense. Because if we don't, it's not just us that are going to suffer. It's not them. It's all of us. It's, just, it's all of us. Everybody's going to suffer. We have to see. We have to see it from everybody's perspective and be able to come up with a with a good solution, a good rational thought to be able to survive. Because if we don't, this we're we're screwed. We're screwed. We are screwed. Anyway, with that, I shall say good night, good morning, and good afternoon. Thank you for listening. I know it wasn't like a super funny episode or a super fun episode, but I think all these topics were really important to talk about because it's it's what's happening now. And I hope after the stuff I talk about, it it, it uh it empowers you to go out there and make your own decisions you stop feeling sorry for yourself and, and start making a change. There's always ways to better ourselves. There's always, there's always things we can do. There's so everything's a choice. We can choose to be better or we can just choose to give up. We can choose to try. We can choose to take responsibility, accountability, and not blame others for our own decisions. One of the biggest things that I've seen today is that you make a bad decision, and guess what? Well, this you know this this whole thing made me do it, and they made me do it. She made me do it. He made me do it. The whole situation made me do it. It's because the economy this. It's because the economy that. It's because things are. There's always going to be excuses for a lot of things, and I feel the same way. You think I don't feel a certain type of way with that? Of course I do. But there's doing things and there's doing the right thing. No matter how hard it gets. Anyway, that's just me preaching. But um, anyway, guys, thank you, for, thank you guys for listening. I know it was, uh, it was a hard one today, but important. 
And with that, till next time, thank you for listening.